Every once in a while, when reboots are created, they certainly don't prove to be better than their predecessors, and they are definitely not Wes Craven material. This is exactly how I felt about the Child's Play and the Grudge reboots. The 2021 reboot of Wrong Turn was incorporated by Wrong Decisions. Hello, all you sexy and magnificent sons of bitches. This is the Horror Hound, and here is my review of the movie Wrong Turn 2021. Wrong Turn was a franchise that had six earlier installments. Each went through the same storyline, a group of people getting picked off by cannibals. Now, the idea had become musty, and even after the sixth outing tried to turn things around, we needed a new start. Much like Child's Play in 2019, we got the idea of coming back, in this case getting lost in the woods, but going in a different direction, which might seem terrifying for those who are into those kind of movies. Anyway, the 2003 version was undeniably a gem of its time, and it certainly raises the bar when it comes to cannibalistic, redneck, and bred predators. Now, the culture rattle here between the goddamn hipster freaks and people of the woods is more complex, and the way it unfolds is brutal and shocking without being depraved itself. Nonetheless, the remake is based on more brains than brawn, and the leader of the so-called Foundation sounds like the Swedish chef from the Muppets, certainly a civilization that I did not expect to see in the mountains. The remake returns to the horror roots, slowly introducing those elements first through the woods and then with stalking as people creep in the shadows. The blood and gore stand out, but never holding back. The Foundation does have one punishment called The Dark, which is disturbing enough, but when we get to see inside, we are left with an environment that is nothing short of horrific. And now for the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, if you haven't seen this movie, and you're the kind of person like me who has to know about it before watching it, I guess you're okay and you're a good company. But if you haven't seen it, you don't want to know what's going on, turn the podcast off now or forever hold your peace and do not get mad at me if I give you spoilers, okay? That's not allowed to happen. So the story takes place in Virginia. (laughs) How surprising, right? The film follows a group of young 20-something-year-olds who are taking time off from work in order to venture into nature. They want to get away from everything and able to explore what nature has to offer. Jen Shaw, played by Charlotte Vega, she was also in Record 3 and Genesis, whatever, and her friends make it the ever-so-wise choice to hike the Appalachian Trail. Erstwhile, to stepping onto the mountains, they interact with some of the locals who initially react to them as ignorant hipsters. While that statement can be argued, the film is quick to acknowledge that they are college-educated even if they still work at coffee shops. Their visit draws negative attention, but that doesn't stop them from venturing onto their hike. Despite the warnings not to stray from the trail, that's exactly what they do, because they're ignorant 27-year-old college kids. Excuse me. Soon enough, skillfully crafted traps cause the body count to start rising and becomes apparent soon enough that someone or a group of someone is lurking close by. 
one by one, members of groups start to go missing, and then we are led, led to something that is quite a surprise. We get to meet this so-called foundation. I'm not going to reveal any details, but I can say they are led by a man named Venable, played by Bill Sage. They have their own community rules and way of life, blah, blah, blah. And going into a film titled Wrong Turn, you think we'd see some cannibal action and maybe even some cool kills. But no! So I can promise you that you'll get plenty of action. But to compare this to any of the films of this franchise prior would be unfair. This is a very different movie that has a lot of ideas on its mind than just satisfying a bloodthirsty crowd. The primary attention in the movie is between that of soured Confederate dreams of Bernie Sanders' made-grade Marxism, and while it can be a little on the nose, it does make for a strong foundation related to fear of other which correlates which, with one of the main themes, the consequences of passing judgment on others and referring to the age-old stereotypes that can be offensive to others, especially if they are ones who suffer from being persecuted by judgment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Which so happens later to manifest itself in the woods with a creepy cult known as the Foundation, who wear animal skulls that mask and moss as camouflage, and have created a secluded civilization in the Appalachian Mountains mountain since 1859. Okay, if you see the trailer or read the rundown at least, then you probably know the Foundation is nothing pretty much. So, nonetheless, Ron Turner is better approached in the dark. It's also best to acknowledge that this is nothing like any of the films in the franchise, mainly that there are no cannibal inbreds. The concept of venturing into the unknown with ignorance, leading to dangerous consequences, is all that shares. I have to admit, at first I did enjoy the new direction it was going, but what's striking, a bit discordant about this movie, is that it still humanizes everyone, notwithstanding while honoring two different understandings of with what what you consider barbaric when the hiking hipsters attack one of the foundation members without any outright violence committed ahead of time the act of killing becomes a divisive choice between the hikers kill or be killed right right survival of the fittest whatever you gotta say adam the guy who does the skull smashing act with a tree branch screams out in self-defense these are clearly not good people so the hikers face judgment when they are captured by other members of the Foundation. Wrong Turn then invests a chunk of his running time in a creepy court scene inside the torch-lit cage of the cult, overseen by its stern ruler, uh, whose ruling involves either darkness or death. He is deeply insulted when Jen, pleading for her life, accuses the Foundation of being barbaric. The Foundation is what predominantly moves this film away from its original and said bring up memories of Ari Asher's cult horror movie Midsummer. Ron Turn is practically encouraged by the horror that Astor has popularized of being doomed by a terror that's just out of your eyesight. So no more redneck cannibals. I'm sorry, people. And it's certainly Astor-like, with the amount of head trauma here, as Nelson's often jolted moments of skulls being crushed, shot, stabbed, etc., proved to be just the type cold-blooded beats you want from a movie with visceral emotion and physical pain. Nelson certainly has a more down-and-dirty approach than Astor, using desaturated colors with his copious daylight making in the surrounding woods, 
all the more claustrophobic, especially when it appears that the trees have eyeballs. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Wrong Turn does have a great performances during the course of the movie. Uh, with Charlotte Vega being the strong, kick-ass leading lady who could easily push herself forward for any horror or action role with this behind her, Bill Sage gives us a calm, disturbing performance that will linger with you for days. His cold, strong delivery makes us see just how in control he truly is. Matthew Modine brings the extra star power to the film and gives us the, the determination required to make this character stand out. So... There's a lifeline during his horror in the form of Matthew Modine as Scott's Jen's father. Hell, the movie begins with his search for her, and it gives the story a gravity that makes it especially painful and nasty. Everyone here is a family member, someone's loved one. And as the story goes on, McElroy scripts an often tight but long game with select pieces like Scott and the locals back in town who beat him up when he asked too many questions. Was this the fucking mafia? So at the same time, Ron Turn proves sharp at creating a strong sense of characters being doomed, but giving them a glimmer of hope that they can beat the next nasty threat in front of them. Meeting the mountain's locals is just only the beginning, and it becomes exciting to see McElroy and Nelson evolve Ron Turn into a bizarre, winding odyssey, albeit with more on its mind than just a cool kill. I believe the only thing that made the movie interesting were the traps that seemed kind of nasty and from a predatoristic point of view. My favorite was the rogue tree trunk that suddenly barrels down the hill in an excellent frantic sequence, killing one of them. Come on now. The dude gets his head smashed by a rolling tree trunk. <laughs> that was pretty fucking awesome, in my opinion. I think it was the best kill of the movie. So, and yet somehow it is always the hipsters who run off the beaten path that are killed and harvested for their innards and guts and blood and meat and whatever. Even though the outsiders warn them not to strip the marked path, it's the sense of adventure, I guess. Where this movie gets more lost than its hikers is on the journey towards depth. The original Ron Turn, 2003, also penned by Alan B. McElroy, and took on the story of city folk storming into Hick territory. The villains were sparsely obscure stand-ins for American rednecks that wanted to protect their way of life, as in breeding cannibals. Adapting his own film's lore, McElroy upgrades the Hicks to a backwoods cult wanting to protect their pre-Civil War way of life. In doing so, this film gets lost in allegory and metaphor and feels confused about which group is a stand-in for which real-life counterpart. It is hard to know exactly what the movie is trying to say when the white liberals team up with the Confederates to defeat colonizers who fancy themselves indigenous. What's left in this otherwise well-crafted horror flick as a messy all-sides story that doesn't feel intentionally so. With a running time of almost two hours, this reboot could benefit from some trimming as it drags a bit halfway through. The last act will deliver for fans hungering for blood, on the screen as it embraces its horror roots. In the end, this reboot is a turn I regret taking. Ron Turn has some great performances, beautiful cinematography, and is capped by a memorable end credit sequence. The main problem here is the aesthetics, a horror film about a 19th century wackadoodle clan 
could provide all sorts of genre fun, but dressing them up as warriors from Game of Thrones is not only silly, but also dull and unimaginative. We're told that the group formed in response to the Civil War era. So this should have been reflected in its distinctly American commune that actually adheres to the values of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Alas, the Neolithic claptrap causes such a seismic shift in tone that no amount of bloodletting can save it. Wrong turn may not be what you expect. It certainly was not when what I was expecting. I mean, but if you go into this movie as just as a horror film, you may walk away feeling disappointed. This is a mere copy of the first film of those awful sequels. But instead, this is a film where a lot of thought was given in terms of plot, settings, suspense, and overall themes that are present in the film, which is something of a refresher. Ron Term has been played with a bad reputation, and this film provides that it needs an ego boost to its long-forgotten franchise. It's nothing like what came before, but what is offered is something more entirely that alone is more than enough reason to see this film as soon as it arrives wherever you watch it. If you want, give it a chance. This movie is supposed to be making a comeback, and I hope there is more being produced that the writers go back to the original ideas because this reboot was just straight up awful.